It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, the podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about the current mental health crisis that is sweeping the nation and affecting the young people in our lives, whether you're a parent, a caregiver, a friend, yourself, an educator, or someone who works with young people, you may have noticed the intense nature and the space that we've been in around mental health. I'm going to talk about why that is, what's happening, and some things for you to look out for in today's podcast. So we have a nice episode that should be helpful to many of you that we have planned out for today. So we want to make sure we're going to share today's episode. We're going to like today's episode and we're going to subscribe to the channel and to the podcast if you agree with what you've heard thus far. But before we get started, we have to, or sorry, I have to tell you about our good friend and brother, Mr. Houston White. Now, Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where he got his start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on youtube.com slash Target. So make sure you check that out. Houston is doing magnificent work. I mean, you talk about building the community from the ground up. This man is literally taking the, the things from inside of his mind and putting them into reality to make sure that community has places to call home, inspiration to draw on, and we continue to develop and grow. And that's amazing work. And that ties right into mental health. You know, one of the biggest challenges, and this may be an episode in a later podcast, that a lot of children who struggle with mental health disorders have is that they don't have a vision for what their future may look like. A lot of young people lose a lot of hope. A lot of people uh, lose a lot of esteem in their ability to achieve or see themselves even within their own future due to various different things that take place in their lives, whether that's depressive symptoms, anxiety, um, sometimes it's just being frustrated with your parents or your friends, or you may feel isolated, or maybe something didn't just go right in your life. You might have got a bad test score. You may have had rejection from someone else. Uh, you might not have you know, been able to go to a place or see somebody that you wanted to see due to the pandemic. There's a lot of things that can disrupt someone and set off someone and activate someone's depressive symptoms or anxiety symptoms or just all the other things that come with mental health, stress. And those things end up leading to a lot of the things that we see with our young people when it comes to mental and emotional health. And that's why mental and emotional health has become a public health crisis, not just a public health crisis. Let me back up. A national crisis. So not just a public health crisis, but a national crisis around the United States. Now, some of you may be familiar with this and others may not. But last October 2021, the American Pediatric Association, as well as the United States Surgeon General, de deemed adolescent and youth mental health as a national state of emergency. So let me say that again. 
the American Pediatric Association, as well as the um, Surgeon General, deemed youth and adolescent mental health as a national state of emergency. Now, that should that should put a little bit of concern in all of our hearts and minds, but we shouldn't be in a panic, right? We have to understand why it, this is and how do we get here. But it's important for us to, one, accept that fact of where we are and where our young people are in our lives. And most of you watching this are parents and caregivers. Some of you are young people who yourself may be struggling with things or you may have friends who are struggling with things. And we're going to talk about why that why that is. Why are we currently in this state of emergency? What to, are some of the things to look out for? And I'm going to give a few strategies to help out before we wrap up today's podcast. So one of the biggest things that we have to pay attention to when it comes to teen mental health are stressors. And stressors look different for different youth. I'm going to share several common ones that we see across the board, but this doesn't mean that one of these will not will be the stressor for the young person in your life. There may be something completely different, something completely outside of that that's going on with the young person in your life. And this is why it's important to figure out the best ways to support the young people in your life and communicate with them so you can help, so you can find out and help to the best of your ability on what's going on. So what are some of those common stressors? What are some of those things that you should be paying attention to, especially when teens are talking and they're sharing information? Sometimes they're not the most articulate to let you know exactly what's going on. Sometimes they leak things out or they talk around things. And that's how you can kind of put some pieces to the puzzle together to help figure out what's going on and figure out what the next course of action may be for your young person. But now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know how important it is to seek counseling, to unload stress, to find emotional healing, and help you with anxiety and depression. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Shaletta today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Shaletta. So here are some common ones that we see. One, the pressure to achieve academically. This is a challenging one, especially as we move throughout the pandemic, where most young people have either gone from a hybrid or completely remote uh, schedule to now back in person. And one of the things that we don't talk about enough is the socialization aspect that has been missed over the last two years of the pandemic for young people. They have not been able to engage with their friends, with their teachers, with other adults in their lives to the same extent as they once did prior to the pandemic. And this has a huge implication, not just on their ability to make friends and dating, but also on their ability to, to academically achieve. We know this due to years of research of how socialization helps students learn and engage. It also can have a negative impact as well. But the pandemic has pushed all that to be virtual, all that to be distant, and the young people in our lives are feeling the effects of that as they're moving through society. 
So that's one of the pressures, you know, and I'm gonna tell a story here. This reminds me of one of my clients. Um, and it's important for me to share this story so you understand what academic pressures can look like. But one of my young ladies who see me for therapy, she had um, uh, a lot of anxiety. Her anxiety was much higher than normal. And this young lady is a brilliant young lady. She's actually in college right now. She's in Ivy League school. But when I was her therapist, she was in the 10th grade. Yeah, she was in the 10th grade going into the 11th grade. And her plan was to go to Columbia, which she actually made it. She's there now. And she had this huge pressure on her to make sure that she had a 4.0 or better, which means that if she received anything below an A, a solid A, she would start to have panic attacks. She would start to struggle. Uh, she would start to be overwhelmed. Now, I didn't share this experience when I was a teen. If I got an A, I was happy. If I got a B, I was happy. If I got a B minus, I was happy. <laughs> you know, my goal was always to get above a 3.0, and that was fine. But this young lady, her goal was to not drop below a 4.0. And I remember one day, one morning, excuse me, she beat me to my office. I was a school-based therapist, which means I had an office within the school building. And I showed up and I seen her at the door. And I was like, oh, it's, that's interesting. Today's not her original day for therapy. Hope everything's okay. So she's distraught. You know, it looks like she's been crying and overwhelmed. So I bring her to the office and I say, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right? Did anything happen? And she was like, yeah, I got, you know, I'm struggling. I, I just don't understand why this happened to me. So I'm not sure what's going on. And then she proceeds, to, she pulls out her phone, she logs into her student portal and she shows me her grade that she got on her last assignment, which was an A minus, which I think was an exam. She said, I worked so hard, I studied and I don't understand this and I'm going to argue this with my teacher and they, they have to give me better points than this. And she was just going down this spiral of frustration. And then I asked her, I said, OK, well, tell me a little bit more about this. Like, what's why are you so distraught about this? She was like, well, this is huge for my grade because if I don't get an A in this class, I won't be able to go to Columbia. So this was concerning. You know, she was very overwhelmed. I had to do some mediation with her counselor. I, you know, connected with her parents, talked to her parents. And, and I was under the assumption that her parents were the folks who were pushing her to achieve academically. And what we found out was, no, her parents were not. They were fine with her going to the University of Minnesota or St. Kate's or St. Thomas or somewhere. They didn't care if she went to Columbia or not. But this was in her own mind that she had to achieve. And she had these her own kind of preconceived notions of what it meant to be successful. And it was really driving her anxiety. So it's not always the kids who are doing bad who are not do, having good, quote unquote, good grades. Sometimes those kids with good grades have these high expectations that are even beyond where they're at. And also, it's not always the parents and caregivers pushing these youth. Sometimes they're in competition with themselves or their peers, and that can be driving their levels of stress and anxiety pretty high. So I wanted to share that story with you all because as academics are very interesting on how we how students drive themselves and how they uh, impact students' emotional and mental states. And maybe we'll talk about that on another episode as well. Let's talk about some other ones, some other uh, pressures that young people have. Social pressures, including bullying. Like, who are you dating? You know, making sure you have clout and status and the newest clothing and you listen to the coolest music. They may have family issues like when parents are unsupportive, there's financial instability at home or abuse or neglect. There may be um, they may have a packed school or packed social calendar. So too many activities that they're involved in. They may have overexposure to social media where they're just over engulfed in social media. And definitely social media has a huge impact on mental health. They may have poor sleep habits and also unhealthy food choices. So these are all things 
that the the Surgeon General was able to identify that are feeding the mental health crisis amongst youth. So it's important for us to keep in mind these things. And it's also important for us to pay attention to how we talk about things, such things as the unpredictability of society or school. These things can feed in to your young person's mental health and emotional health. How about the social political concerns, right? Who to vote for, who not to vote for, what cause to be a part of, what cause not to be a part of. If we're not having constructive conversations with our young people, we're pushing them to be involved in things or to not be involved in things when they do or they don't want to, this can impact their social and emotional health. Uh, financial insecurities, you know, when your money's not quite where, where you want it to be, but you have expectations that are different, your child might not be privy to this. And you may be putting unwanted stress and concern on your child by talking about finances or, or their, them overhearing finances uh, and financial conversations when they probably don't need to or should. So you make making sure you pay attention to how you're dialoguing about these things is important. Obviously, when there's abuse at home, that's always a huge concern. And abuse can look differently. It can be emotional abuse. It can be physical abuse. It can be sexual abuse. When those things take place, it's definitely going to have an impact on the child's mental health. And even if it happens to another family member, maybe not even the child, those are things for you to pay attention to as you're discussing and talking about those things. And then obviously a death, a death of a loved one is another thing. You know, the COVID-19 uh, high death tolls numbers estimated to about 140,000 Americans, kids lost a primary caregiver due to the COVID-19 vi uh, virus. That's huge. That does not just have an impact on that child or those children who lost their parent, but also the kids that were socialized around them too, the ones they went to school with, et cetera. So one of the biggest things that we can do to assist our young people in this current crisis is pay attention to how we talk about these things. If it seems like everything is so doom and gloom, your young person will respond in a doom and gloom manner. So be very, very, very mindful of how you dialogue about the things that are going on during these times. Another thing that's important, and I always stress this, is building a healthy rapport with the young person in your life, which means building a relationship. I don't believe that parents should be best friends with their kids. It's very difficult to do that, first of all. But you should have a level of, of camaraderie, a level of partnership and collaboration with your child where there's respect. There's still authority there from the parent, but the young person feels comfortable enough to at least share some of what's going on. That's the best way that you can help your child. And as you continue to rock with this podcast and listen to this podcast, you will learn more and more ways of building that rapport. But one of the best things you can do is model healthy behaviors. That lets that signals to the young person that you're being an authentic parent. You're not faking and telling them one thing and doing another because young people always pay attention to what we do and not what we say. And that's probably one of the biggest messages you can get from today's podcast. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I'm going to share more on this as we go. This crisis is nowhere near over, and that's why this podcast is important. But what's even more important is for you to remember that it's not your fault. If you or a young person in your life is struggling with mental health, that does not mean that it was your fault. But what it does mean that it is your responsibility to respond in a healthy way. I am Brandon Jones. This is It Is Not Your Fault a mental health podcast for teens. 
And if you have questions, maybe you want to have, you want to send show topics, feel do, free to do so in two ways. One, you can check out ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com and let us know what you would like to hear there. And secondly, you can check us out or check me out at Jegna.org. That's J-E-G-N-A dot O-R-G. Again, J-E-G-N-A dot O-R-G. And if you want to connect with me on any social media platform, you can connect with me at by B-Y, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, Jones. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's podcast. I hope that this was helpful and I will see you again soon. Be well. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Start building your generational wealth with a $15,000 sign-on bonus and a meaningful career with great pay and benefits. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members in the Twin Cities area. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training, and you can get a free college education while working. Union Pacific connects communities in 23 states, hauling goods Americans rely on every day. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.job/minnesota. That's up.job/minnesota. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town. Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut-off sandwich crusts. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, 
Visit RamseyRecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 